we're live. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 17, Spicy Pickle is back. I'm we here. We lost him for about a month. And of course, our guest, aka third podcaster, Greggy T. Greggy T is back for another week, and we're excited. Uh, no see money this week. Um, that was a one-time see deal. Money. Yeah, no one has seen him since that episode. We haven't seen him since that episode. Uh, he lost his helmet. Um, he's done. Talking about Cody. Yeah. See money. Yeah. See money. Um, definitely, definitely bad. And uh, ratings definitely. Went ratings went down. Ratings we lost a couple viewers. Uh, we lost a sponsor, but we, we did gain a sponsor. We lost Ace Hardware. Sorry, Ace Hardware. We didn't get that heater, but <laughs> we did upgrade the heater. Honeywell, our new sponsor. It is warm up here. Yes, it is. It's good. It's good. It's and cold of, out there. Of course, so. Pepsi. Of course, yeah. And Pepsi. Got the Pepsi. Um, well, first, I want to talk about some some news that I just saw. Uh, Antonio Brown is officially crazy, I'm pretty sure. What did he do? Um, he, I think that he's going to be, like, UFC fighting or boxing, like a YouTuber. I don't know if you guys have been following I this. I saw that, but I thought it was fake news. Uh, no, I think he got a contract. He's getting paid like $100,000 to um, fight this guy. Some white boy. Yeah, Jake Jake Paul. He's like a YouTuber or something. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. So, Sounds like a Catholic boy. Jake Paul. Well, <laughs> he's done this. Jake Paul guy has done this before. And um, it was another like YouTuber that he fought. And it brought in some good ratings. Um, I forget what station is airing this, uh, what platform it's on, but... It is, I think it is official, like, the contracts are signed and stuff, and Antonio Brown will be fighting this YouTuber. Maybe he'll get knocked <laughs> in the head and, like, he'll come to his senses. No, I think like he's that. officially off the chain. Yeah, uh, he, his agent dropped him, Drew Rosenhall. Did he? Or whatever yeah, Drew, his name yeah. is. Drew Rosenhall dropped him. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, if you, yeah. saw the, if you saw the video of him yelling at his, you know, um, you know ex-wife or whatever it is, I don't know how, and, and the kids in the video and the cops and... Guys, this was recent? Yeah. It was like the other day, yeah. they, there was a big post on Instagram. Actually, Antonio Brown was the one who like posted it live while it was happening, while he was literally screaming his lungs off, uh, using the F-bomb, like literally swearing every other word at the cops and the white chick and her and how much, you know, why she was taking his kids. And that was the baby just, mama? Yeah. Yeah, the baby mama. That was baby mama. It was bad. Um, and it just shows and you. he posted it himself. He posted yeah. it himself. No TMZ. Uh, AB. No, no, no TMZ. It, it was AB. Stephen A. had something to say because then he tweeted out to Stephen A. Smith about it. And then Stephen A., they did a, a bit on ESPN or Fox or whatever station he's on. But he is, like, he's officially crazy. Yep. And I think at this point it's fair to say he's never going to be signed by another team again. Uh, and I don't even, even if there, like, I heard him say, like, oh, if he gets checked out and he, he checks himself into a, you know, to get himself evaluated by actual doctors and, and I don't think that's even going to happen. I just don't even think there's a possibility he's ever playing football again. He's just he's done too much. He's gotten too many chances, and he's squashed all those chances. Well, Antonio Brown doesn't think there's anything wrong with him, so it's it's that's, right. That's the first problem is admitting you have a problem. Uh, it's no, he's he's blaming everybody else. He thinks yeah, everybody's so. out to get him, and it's that's not. But that's well, he's a rapper now, so well. Antonio, he's, listen, he's Antonio Brown is a big headache that nobody's going to deal with, and also. On a side note, Antonio Brown isn't the only guy in the NFL who is a headache. Um, Odell Beckham went into the Dude, locker room. What are you doing? I mean, Slapping dude, the officer? you're, first of all, 
you go to you those. go to you go to your alma mater to watch them win a national championship, and you are excited for those kids, and you party oh. and and you pop the champagne. You do whatever you got to do, man. You don't bring in hundred dollar bills, handing them out to these dudes, and then you don't touch an officer in the in the freaking room with your team, like. What are you doing? Like the decisions of these guys in the NFL are just absolutely crazy to me. Like it's just like they don't ever... think they think they're untouchable. I feel like a lot of these guys who in their right minds going and just handing out money. Like you don't any sane person looking at this is like, what is wrong with you? And if you're gonna do it, why are you doing it on tele? Like do that. Like yeah, behind the scenes, whatever. Slap your boys up, whatever. You know, nobody's gonna Joe know. Burrow. You're doing this on national television. Yeah, man. Joe Burrow called them out because it was not fake money. Is real money on. You know what? That's just ridiculous. Like, you know what? You conduct yourself admirably. I don't. I didn't see Jarvis Landry in that image or in that locker room anywhere during that clip. And you know what? Good for him because you know what? Just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean you got to be stupid with him. And good for him because like you, you should just gone in there and celebrated. You know, some champagne. Whole, I'm glad for you guys. Like you just beat Clemson. Congratulations. You don't go in there, start touching officers of the law, and give out $100 bills. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, it, it, him and Antonio Brown are the two most biggest, biggest problems in the league, and I wouldn't want them on my team at all because they're just way too big of a headache. Off the field issues and just non-football related stuff that always happens around those two guys. Uh, distraction is the key word there. Have you ever uh, seen Julio Jones? In his entire career, do but anything dumb Michael, other than go out there Michael and play Michael Thomas. Football. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen that dude? No, I don't think you've heard a peep out of him. AJ Green. There are some recent Michael Thomas tweets. AJ. Oh no, Michael. Okay, Michael Thomas though tweeted at Minnesota Vikings players last week. I saw it because he had the right to do that because they were talking crap after they beat those. No, he was. So he's right. He but, was tweeting a reporter. Did you see that one? And he was like, "I'm gonna punch you in the face, dude." Look it. Oh, okay. All right. All one instance. All right. All right. Respect Michael Thomas. That was one instance there. Um, you know, I I was gonna say anybody on the Patriots ever, except Julian Edelman did get arrested for vandalism. Yeah, jumping on a car. Yo, the dude jumped on a car. You know what? He couldn't handle the loss and getting stunned in the first round. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> he went and jumped on the hood of somebody's in car. Not he went and jumped on Boston. somebody's car. No, seriously, it's well, amazing. He's from California, dude. He loves the... Hollywood. He does look Dude, it's like, like Rob Gronkowski went off and partied after like every Patriots win like ever in the playoffs when he was on New England. Like they just do stuff to get attention, but it's the bad kind of attention. Like, you know what? Speaking of that though, that's Gronk, and I feel like he can kind of get away with it because that's what's associated with Gronk. Yeah, sure, but sure, he sure. does it partier. legally. Like sure. he doesn't break the exactly. law. He's not breaking exactly. law. He's just getting shit faced. Exactly. Right. He's not telling people he's gonna punch him in the face and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So that's fine, but. People like he's not screaming at officers, grabbing baby mama kids. And yeah, it's it's bad. It's telling like, the it's, NFL the hold is nuts or anything like. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's an extremely bad look for Antonio Brown, and you should conduct yourself more amicably as a professional athlete. It's an inexcusable. And I feel so. like it happens so much with the NFL, and not so much in other sports. Basketball a little bit here and there, but I feel like the NFL. By far the most, maybe basketball. You Definitely. never, you never hear anything really about this in hockey or baseball that much. No, um, you don't hear about it um, really in the NBA as much as you think you would. There's only a couple hotheads in the NBA, but there's not guys going. Ron Artest, Metal World Peace. Actually, bef- bef- I don't know if this was on. Uh, just real quick, but um, thoughts on the retirement of Luke Keekley? Because I tell okay. you, I tell you right now, first of all. Unexpected, but 
when he fought, he did have a lot of injuries and concussions. And I just want to say that Luke Keekley, um, if you didn't watch his three-minute video about saying how much he loved football, those are the kinds of guys in the NFL that maybe Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham should try to be like. Because he is was a professional for the eight years he was in the league. You never heard anything about him. He had like over a thousand tackles. Yep. It was so he led all NFL linebackers the last eight years in tackles. And the guy never said a word. He just went out there and played football, which is what you do when you make that much money. So good for Luke Keekley and all the best. But I'm actually it kind of sucks because now Luke Keekley is one of the many studs that over the last few years, including Andrew Luck, have retired out of the blue. And I think it's because the NFL is just so violent and it's a they're, they're getting better. They're getting better with protecting yeah. the players, but. That's why Luke Keekley is going. He doesn't want to you get know hurt. What? This, Dude, he's smart, is... man. He's got millions of dollars. Exactly. He's young. Yeah, he's, only, he's still, he still has his brain. Yeah. Like, Vontaze exactly. Perfect hasn't hit him yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> He'll he never the play other... the NFL again. Well, the good thing is they both play defense, so that's well, good. Thank God. I was going to say, this. it's almost as surprising, and I get it after like listening to that, but like it's almost as surprising as when Patrick Willis retired, too. Exactly. He was in his prime. Yep. Nobody saw that one coming. And it, yeah, you, you gotta understand where the player's coming from and protecting himself and you know his safety, looking out for his future and making sure he's all there, you know, in the next 10, 20 years. But you know, it does. It sucks because it takes away a little bit from the game. It does. You know, you can't blame him, but it, it does. does. And it, it's like you. It's this isn't just some random second string linebacker on the Bills. This but, is like somebody who's been an elite Pro Bowler. Possibly could have been a, a future Hall of Famer. Mate, but I don't know if, if he could still. If we're watching Panther games, who are we watching? Well, we're watching C Mac. We're watching C Mac. But, but on the other, but that's on the only one side. Yeah, that's one side of the ball. Yeah, no, like... we're gonna go to red zone when they're on D, and we'll watch different offense. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, that's, well, you're, that's Chris. Red, no, no, switch another game. Like, dude, it's like, dude, there's fantasy on the No, but for years though, Luke Keekley was the dude before McCaffrey got there, and it's. Luke Keekley is just one of those guys you love to watch play. Like I, I that was that was why when Andrew Luck retired, I was so upset. Like I love Andrew Luck was beyond injury prone, but the dude when healthy was so much fun to watch play because he's so good. He was like and, it reminds me of myself. You dude, know, that's, always like, that's like when what's his face retired from the Lions. Megatron. Calvin Johnson. Oh, and yeah, I don't think I've ever enjoyed watching another receiver. Oh, there's a documentary about that. That that yeah. was him not being happy, though, I'm yeah. pretty sure, with yep. the Lions and them not being the trading him. Well, they wouldn't trade him either. And, he, you know, he, he I feel like if they would have gave up his rights, he would have been still playing right now. True. But they refused to give up his True. rights. And he's like, I don't want to play for this sorry-ass team and, and anymore, you know what I, man. I, and that's why Calvin Johnson retired. And actually, I can understand that. The dude was literally on the Lions every single time. They had like two or three wins a year. Dude, every and Thanksgiving, was, three touchdowns. Man, yeah, he was the only person oh, who played Such that. a fantasy option right <laughs> there, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's that's a little bit different. But Jason different. Witten, Thanksgiving, you know he's going to touchdown. People, come on, next year. Well, speaking oh of Jason Witten, Jason Witten, there, there's a guy that retired and comes back. So, do we think maybe... Luke? Luck comes. Well, I was gonna say, Luke's does done. does Luck come back though? Luke is probably. Done, I'll tell you who's think? definitely coming back. It's Rob Gronkowski. I am telling you right now. I've seen Rob. What, what team? Rob Gronkowski. Not uh, the Patriots. Not the Patriots, but he. Uh, I don't know who's gonna come back to, dude. He could come back to the Bills because he's from here. But listen, Rob Gronkowski. I see it every single day now. A new video, a new workout. Like the dude. I think he just wanted to take a year off for the first time so he could get a hundred and ten percent 
healthy again and then play football. Like, yeah, I, I, I because you can't take a year off and still be on a team because you always got that itch to get back out there. Exactly. When you force yourself out of the game, you know there's no chance you're going to play any downs. You're, you're uh, 100% saving your body yeah. from getting beat up for an entire and season. That's actually pretty smart. I didn't think of Yeah, Rob Gronkowski doesn't have head injuries. He doesn't ever. His injuries were all lower body because people would take him out at the lights. But Rob Gronkowski, I tell you right now, he's one of those guys, if a GM gets on the phone and calls him, you're, you're signed the next day if he needs a tight end, okay? Because you understand what he did for years. Mm-hmm. So that's why Rob Gronkowski, I think, may have did that to, you know, take a year off to better himself. But you know what? Besides all that, best of luck to Luke Keekley. Um, that guy was awesome to watch. Like, uh, really sad to see him go, but really one of the best players in the league. So uh, I think we should talk about the actual games that transpired last yes. week. Um, As predicted oh on boy. last week's episode, the Titans got the win. I just want to say look that a little stunned. I mean, it yeah, is, he, he did. Had, uh, he had 500 yards. Like yeah, uh, and garbage time. Garbage. I don't know. That's why people are defending him this week. I don't understand it. Like they didn't look prepared they, at they all. They don't. No, they look rusty and, at all. And I'm telling you right now, we. I think I told you last week on the last podcast that every year a divisional team loses, they fail because of the bye. First week bye. Because man. you are don't, we blaming the bye because yeah, we're blaming a part of it. Yeah, because part it, of it. You come out rusty. They came out and they look like they weren't even ready to play. A lot like, of the team are. A lot you know of the players what, on the team were rookies. You know what though? It's listen. I predicted. I don't. I didn't predict they were going to win, but I predicted three or four of the home teams were going to win last week. Seattle was the road team I thought was going to win, and for a while there, they were really creeping up on Green Bay. Oh, but, they almost blew. Green yeah, Bay almost blew that. When game. Green Bay, when Seattle didn't get the two point conversion, but then they stopped Green Bay in that game, and then Russell got it back. Again. And then I'm like, like, I'm like, that's it. They're going to score now. Let, let's talk about that game. Pete Carroll. There's like three minutes left, and you punt. What was it fourth and nine? Mm, did they punt? Yes. Yeah, they gave I the ball to so. Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay yeah, had two first downs. Yeah. People were yeah, ragging on him. It was fourth and like five, dude. It was not like it was shorter <sighs> than that. But you have Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate creator. And I, yeah, I thought. Your season on the line. Yeah. You don't and, punt it. And you brought back beast mode, man. This yeah. was his chance to get a suit. Now he's sure. going to, what's he going to do now? Eat Skittles and go film his National Geographic His post-game press conference, though, was, I've never his, heard his, him talk so much. Me neither. His Holy post-game cow. press conference was, a, was I was going to tell you while we were talking about yeah. Luke Keekly was the smartest thing I thought I think I've ever heard him say in his entire life. Because he's right. He said, protect y'all mentals and protect y'all bodies. <laughs> to oh, protect y'all bread. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, he's yeah. right. Like, he, the that's. Mental. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, yeah. like he's not wrong. Not like, good. And they say he's got all his money saved still. Yeah, and that's. But he's making money when he's not even playing football. Yeah. though. he's literally like I said, man. I think he was on like Man versus Wild. He's doing television shows. Uh, he's got he's got YouTube videos. He's doing other things outside of football after football. Yep. That he's gonna keep generating revenue from. He's got an entire brand. Beast Mode is a brand in itself. He's probably got clothing line and stuff. So like. I think he'll be okay. Like the money's not going anywhere. He'll be good. Yeah, no, he used to play for Buffalo. It by was, oh uh, yeah, but we're not talking about that team. Anymore. It was, it was a great game. <laughs> it was, um, that was a good game. Yeah. I thought they were going to lose that one. Uh, Green Bay was going to lose that one. They started off so I think they scored on their opening drive. They were big. Devontae Adams. Uh, they came out firing. Aaron Rodgers looked great, I think, and then they were just stale. Like the second half. Yeah, but they got up. They got up big, twenty-eight to ten in the third quarter. They forced Seattle mm-hmm. to play from behind. Um, I didn't. Exp- I tell you right now, Green Bay. I, I've been very skeptical of them the entire yep. year yep. because I feel like they're nothing special, and I feel like they got the thirteen wins, and they won a lot of close games that maybe they shouldn't have. But they were great, and they looked one hundred and ten percent prepared for Russell Wilson because 
once you get a big lead in the NFL, it's hard to. It also helps when you have uh, home field advantage and you're playing in Lambeau. Exactly. Which yeah. The Seahawks were zero and three, I think, previously. Zero four now. Zero yep. four. Yep. Yeah, in Lambeau now. Uh, that's a tough place to play uh, in those elements and with that crowd. So that definitely helped out. That game's in Seattle might be a lot different yeah, exactly. of a score at exactly. that time. The NFL is big, and that's why you got to get home field. But um, good Unless for the, the Patriots or Baltimore. Yeah, good for the good for the Packers. Um, and honestly, it was a great game. Uh, the both games on Sunday. We gotta talk, we gotta talk about the other game because that's really the game of the week. Chiefs. I mean, they you you, you he was they, they fall behind. Go to the Chiefs oh, game real quick. Chiefs Texans. Yeah. They fall behind twenty four nothing. Sitting there watching it with Chris at Buffalo Roadhouse. And mind the you, second quarter, mind you, the spread was minus ten. So yeah. you're down yeah. thirty four yeah. nothing early. Yeah. So the, and you just think to yourself, I tell you right now, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I was watching that game down twenty four nothing, and I did not think they were going to lose that game still because I that's how either. good that's how good they are. On offense. It was 24 nothing, and it was early, though. Exactly. exactly. It was still the first it was, or going in the second. Go, I think it started the second quarter. It was 24 nothing. So you got they had the lead at half. Exactly, because they scored 28 in the second yeah, quarter. That right? is absurd. That's 112 points a game if you keep that pace up. And, hey, think about it. I told everyone the same thing the entire week about the game. Imagine falling behind 24 nothing, and you end up scoring 50. At, like it was nothing. It's just... You know what though? That's incredible, and that's why Kelsey, I, man, Kelsey is unstoppable. And and hey, Tyree Kill said it earlier yep. in the week. He's hundred and ten percent right. He said we feel like people in the NFL can't cover us man to man. They can't because Tyree Kill's faster than any corner. Ty- no linebacker can cover Kelsey yeah. and and or Merkel Hardman. And if you cover those two, you got him. And now the emer- the reemergence of Damian Williams, yes. dude. You can't cover their offense. It's and you got and you got Mahomes. I mean, exactly. Who who is. Uh, a creator just like Russell Wilson, um, he can do it with his legs. He can make plays. He can do like a left-handed pass if he needs to. He is somebody though. They this is what the the Chiefs have been doing though the last two years. They can score quickly at any time. Sure, there's been a lot of games. This was very impressive. But there's been so many games where they put up over forty points. Man, they can score points at will. Sure, like it's just like a flip of the switch, and next thing you know, there's forty on the board. So. A final score, if I didn't know what happened in the second, I can see them putting 50 points up. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. But it's doing that that quickly in one quarter was unbelievable. And I they think. did, they really scored 50 points in three quarters because they, they got yeah. shut out in the first quarter. And I told people at the beginning of the playoffs, everyone talked about how great Lamar Jackson was this year. Yeah, I understand he was great. I get it. But we're talking, he made a bunch of horrible wet noodle. Bad throws against the Titans. And I'm telling you right now, that's why I would absolutely 110% when people ask about the comparison between him and Mahomes, I would take Mahomes because he's 10 times better pocket passer. And that's you got to have that to succeed in the NFL. Your running can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. Mahomes runs when he has to. He's like Russell Wilson. Right. He runs when he needs to. He doesn't look to run every play like Lamar Jackson. So, And that's why the Chiefs... The running will only simple. get you so far for so long. And... and People will eventually pick up on it. Now, a lot of teams didn't mm-hmm. during the regular season. The Bills did, though. I think we did one of the best jobs. They held up to 38 23-17, yeah. Exactly, and that was a winnable game. But we're not talking about that team. But we're not talking about yeah, that team. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that can only get you so far. You do need to be able to survey the field, throw the ball. Um, you know, this is his uh, second playoff loss. Maybe he gets the jitters in the playoffs. He'll say it's he doesn't. It's a second bad one, too. Yeah, I mean, Yo, I just this, but this season there was a lot of expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Expectations. Win last last year. year, dude, sure, he just sure. got, he came in, Joe Flacco, you know, 
But this this year, man, you're the MVP of the league. You gotta be putting up something better than that. Yeah, man. yeah. You took a dump on the and, field. And, so. and and here's the problem: the Ravens. How many games this year did they fall behind by double digits? Quite a bit. Uh, no, I'm saying like they fell behind. Who the Ravens? The Ravens didn't fall behind in any games. They Cleveland? were winning. They, the Cleveland game. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Cleveland's we're not, always favorite. But we're not talking about that game. <laughs> but, so, that but that's my point is, so when you fall behind 14-0 like they did on Saturday, it's like they were in panic mode. They didn't know what to do because they're a run-first team, and when they fall behind by double digits, they had to go to the air, and it failed because they don't even have good receivers. That's why it failed. Like, come on. So it's just, you know what, though? Give, give credit to the Titans, though. And we're well, talking about the Ravens' failures, but... Are you kidding me? I mean, second straight week, Derrick Henry got like 30-plus carries. 190 yards. Second straight week, he's got 377 rush yards in the playoffs. That is stupid. That is stupid good. Surprisingly good uh, running team right there. You know, I didn't think at the end of the year that he was uh, the NFL rushing leader. If you would have told me that, I would have thought he was somewhere maybe like five or something. But that's just because that's the Titans. Yeah, I thought it was Chubb. I thought it was Chubb. It was Chubb. Somebody else would have been ahead of him too. But um, you just don't think of that team and anybody really being that special on it. But Henry was an all-star. He's a pro bowler this year. Um, But A.J. Brown, I mean, they got... They they got and and Tannehill man it's really all on Tannehill here they got, kind of turning this team around since yeah. he's become a starter. Um, they got talent, but but the the most amazing thing about them being here is that Ryan Tannehill the last two weeks. If you think I'm lying, go look. Has under a hundred pass yards in both games. Yeah, yeah, that's but he that's amazing. Need to throw. You're right. He doesn't need to. Like that. He doesn't need to. But I'm saying right now that will be their downfall. If but they get behind this week. Last couple games of the regular season, Tannehill had 300-yard game. No, he, oh, no. Tannehill can pass when they need him to. Right. He will go to the air this week if they need him. But I'm saying that that's the thing to watch out for um, well, this let's, week. Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about this. we we got a couple more minutes left. We're running out of time here. Uh, let's talk about some predictions for, for these upcoming games. Uh, let's talk Titans. Uh, do they keep it going against Kansas City, so or do they finally run out of Titans steam? Titans are plus seven in this game. We'll, we'll talk about those spread and the straight okay. up. But I think Chiefs win the game, and they cover the spread. Because I, I think so as well. It's, it's only going to take one turnover from Tennessee. Chiefs score. They get down. They can only run so long if their Chiefs are putting up points. They're going to have to... Bail on that. Well, I think the one that I think the I agree with you. Here's the problem for the Titans: game is going to go one of two ways. They're going to win a close game because of Derrick Henry, or they're going to get thrashed. Okay, now because and I say that because they faced Lamar Jackson and Tom Mm -hmm. Brady the last two weeks. Now, not even close because the they because it was easy to cover the Patriots. Only got to cover Edelman, so it's not easy to cover Kansas City. They're by far the best offense remaining, and this is by far the best QB they've played. So, I'm going to take the Chiefs. 30-24, 30-24, to 24, but I'm not nearly as confident about it because every single week this playoffs... So they don't cover the spread? Nope. I think the Titans are in it the entire game. You, you heard it here first. All right. Well, yep. I, think, I, I think they'll cover the spread um, as well. I think the Chiefs will win this one. Um, I think they'll put up 35 points. I think it'll be 35-14. to 14. I don't think Titans... I think they fall behind early and then they can't run the ball and that's that. Um, we got a couple. We got one more minute left here. Um, Green Bay and... San Fran. San Fran. Jesus Christ. Green Bay, San Fran. Oh, Jimmy G. Yeah, no one, no one knows. He, I mean, he doesn't have a playoff win. They he got. Does. They got a. Jimmy G. Last week. Oh, 
I'm talking about before this year. Oh, coming in. He's got real one. quick. He's got let's one do some win. predictions. We got 30 seconds here. Let's round it out. Oh, I got, I got, you, I got you, you, you two. Green Bay, Green Bay by three. Yeah, well, I got the Niners by three. Oh, I, got, I got Green Bay just because I have them in the drop dead pool, or else I'd probably <laughs> be picking San Fran. Only, Green Bay by seven. I'm only picking the Niners because of the, you know, their front seven. So, um, so it looks that's like why. that's all we have time for. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank to our sponsors, Pepsi and our new sponsor, Honeywell. Honeywell, thank you. Um, that's it. Good night. Respect me.